Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for December 2nd, 2020. Uh, don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com and also check out my other podcast, uh, The Big Topic in Women's MMA. Uh, Sean Humes and I are going to do another one on Thursday. So I just wanted to, I did this on the other podcast, so I just wanted to do this on this podcast as well. Um, quick health update. Uh, last week I went to an ophthalmologist and uh, I I guess I'm officially an old person because uh, I have cataracts. But uh, eventually I'll probably need surgery for that, but not as yet. And so, um, you know, that that's, comes with the territory, I guess. Uh, the other thing is uh, I, I took advantage of Black Friday last week and I bought a new uh, laptop uh, at um, Walmart. They had it on uh, Black Friday special. So I got there early in the morning. Thankfully, there were no lineups or anything like that. Um, there were no lineups or anything like that. Um, it's an Acer Aspire 3. Now, I've never used a laptop before, so I've never used the touchpad or anything like that. I'm just getting used to it. Uh, don't like the way you have to do scrolling with this thing, but I have other ways to do it. So uh, I may end up attaching a mouse. <laughs> you don't know. All right, let's get on to uh, this week's uh, action. We've got a bunch of videos up on the blog. First of all, I wanted to mention, I talked last week about the Survivor Series match between uh, uh, Sasha Banks and Asuka. That video is now up on the blog. I, uh, uh, post, I posted it after I did the podcast last week. Okay, so I'm going to start off with uh, from Wednesday's AEW um, AEW, and that is Hikaru Shida defending her um, AEW Women's Championship against Anna Jay from last week's episode of um, Dynamite. And, you know, Hikaru beat Anna a few months ago. Uh, AEW was trying to sell her as much improved in the ring. And, I mean, it's similar to what they tried to do with Penelope Ford a while back. The, the truth is they are both green, but Hikaru has the ability to make them look half decent. Of course, instead of giving Hikaru credit, idiot fans will overpraise the Greenhorns. And they did that with Penelope, and they did it again with, with Anna. It's like, you know, you got to consider who the opponent is and what the opponent is capable of. And in the case of Hikaru, she can make anybody look good, you know. Anyways, Anna is a member of Dark Order. Uh, she doesn't do much over there. And they made her friends with the Brazilian, Tay Conti. Now, supposedly, Tay is helping Anna improve her ring skills, though, you know, Tay's pretty green too, right? Uh, you know, they are also trying to sell that Hikaru hurt her knee in the match versus Nyla Rose, but she's not really injured. She's just selling, selling that. She's just selling, right? Uh, the match starts out okay, but then it goes kind of off the rails when Anna asks Tay to give her a chair. Tay gets one from underneath the ring, but for some reason she is reluctant to give it to Anna. I don't know why they did that. And then the ref got rid of it, so the segment made no sense, right? Then John Silver, uh, who was a member of Dark Order, he gave Anna a kendo stick. <laughs> she actually hit, she's supposed to hit her in the knee, right? But she actually hit Hikaru in the ankle. But a car who sold in the anyway. So, yeah, Anna woofed that spot, right? So, 
Hikaru won the match with a running knee. I mean, the match was okay. The extra people should have stayed in the back as they were all useless. You know, the guys from the Dark Order just kind of stood there. You think Hikaru is is uh, intimidated by them? I don't think so. Tay Conti didn't need to be there either. And she, she really didn't do uh, Anna any favors. Uh, the spot with the chair was a real head-scratcher. I mean, whoever thought of that needs a smack upside the head. It was just stupid. Now, afterwards, Abaddon came out and did her horror movie shtick, so I guess she's the next challenger for the title. And Akaru is trying to be afraid of Abaddon. She's not really afraid, okay? They're going a little overboard with this. So who is Abaddon? Well, they found her in Denver. That's where she's from. And she had a dark match against Hikaru uh, just before the um, the pandemic started. And obviously, AEW likes the character, but, you know, she's another greenhorn, so I don't know what kind of match Hikaru can have with her. So, I mean, so far, Abaddon's AEW matches have been on Dark, so I think I've only seen her a couple of times, and most fans don't watch Dark, so, I mean, they have to uh, do a little more with her before they can have her in the title. You can't just base things on a look. You have to base things on common sense, right? Okay. Now, uh, I did not watch NXT last week because I was watching AEW. I wanted to watch Karu. Uh, but um, uh, I think what we'll find, uh, we're going to have the um, War Games show this Sunday. Okay? And so what's going to happen there is um, uh, Io Shirai is going to be in the... Um, Io Shirai is going to be in the um, uh, female war games match. Uh, female war games match. So, uh, you know, with Io, the one thing that I always say about Io is I don't know what kind of crazy stuff she's going to do during this match. Anything's possible with her. So that's why it's worth watching because you don't know. I hope to have the match on the, on the blog on Monday morning. Okay, let's get to Raw. I posted the video of Lana and Asuka versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler from Monday's Raw. Uh, this was a rematch from last week. It's a little better than last week, but let's talk about this. It, it started when Lana saved Asuka from getting put through a table, and then they won an impromptu tag team match. So this starts with Asuka giving Lana a pep talk in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty funny. And she's probably talking in a Os Os Osaka dialect, <laughs> I would imagine. So, you know, uh, Sarah Schreiber uh, asked Lana uh, about the pep talk, and she says, you wouldn't understand. And, of course, Lana didn't understand it either. Then Naya and Shayna blame each other for last week's loss, and Naya guarantees a win, and, you know, she'll put Lana through a table. Well, now we know that won't happen. Since she said she's going to do it, we know it's not going to happen, right? Okay, so most of the match is the heels beating up Lana. She has been told to overreact to each bump so she looks as pathetic as possible. <laughs> so the turning point comes when Naya runs into the ring post, Shayna and Asuka tag in, Asuka cleans house, and then Lana tags herself in. Okay, an ill-advised leap from the top rope uh, turns into Shayna's uh, uh, Kurafuda clutch. 
finisher. Asuka gets rid of Naya and hits Shayna with a shining wizard. Kicks her in the head, basically. And Lana pins her for the win. So, I mean, this is obviously leading to a TLC match for the Women's Tag Team Championships. And I, I fully expect Asuka and Lana to win, or why do it at all, you know? We may get to see if Asuka can perform miracles and get Lana over. I don't know about that. And the other thing, of course, is that Asuka is 3-0 and in ladder matches. Did you know that? You know, so she, she, uh, she does her best work in ladder matches. Anyways, uh, the video for those two matches are, are uh, both up on the blog. Now let's go to Saturday's UFC show. We had two women's matches on the show. Uh, the first one is at uh, Bantamweight. Norma Dumont versus Ashley Evans-Smith. So Norma is from Brazil. She made her UFC debut at Featherweight and lost to Megan Anderson. So uh, her previous four fights were all at Bantamweight when she was in Brazil. She missed weight for this fight. Um, she Basically, what she said was two things. First of all, when she was uh, planning, she was planning to stay at Featherweight and she was getting as high up as 170, okay? When she got the, the notice to drop to Bantamweight, she had to really drop weight fast. The other thing is she said in her uh, post-match interview is that she um, had woman problems. And that sometimes happens when a fighter is in her period. You know, they can't drop weight. They can't cut weight. So that's probably what happened to her. Um, you know, she promised to make weight for her next fight. Ashley is a teammate of Carla Esparza at Team Oyama in California. She's had mixed success in the UFC. Uh, Norma is a lot bigger than Ashley, which is, I guess, the reason that the UFC asked her to move up to featherweight. But at bantamweight, she's bigger than most of the girls in the division. And, and like I said, she's fought more at bantamweight than, than at uh, featherweight. Uh, Norma won easily by unanimous decision. She's not only bigger than Ashley, but she's quicker too. Uh, really almost finished her. Not quite, but... Uh, you know, she, she slowed up considerably in the third round. And I think what happened there, I, Paul Felder was yelling about that during the, why isn't she going for a finish, right? Well, she won the first two rounds pretty handily, probably, you know, 30-27 or something like, you know, 30-27 or something like that. And I guess she was told to take it easy in the third round, but she tried to get a finish towards the end. And she almost did because she knocked uh, Ashley down. Okay, so I scored a 30-27 for... For Norma, round two could have been a 10-8, but it really doesn't matter. Paul Felder uh, said during the broadcast that Ashley may have been injured, but she hasn't said anything. So obviously, I would like to see Norma against somebody better than uh, Ashley Evans-Smith. And I might add that both fighters were um, suspended for six months. Uh, both of them had broken hands. So I don't know if Ashley had that going into the fight or with something else, but both of them were suspended. Uh, all right. So they both have to get that fixed. All right. Uh, the other fight, just let me find it here. The other fight is, uh, was Gina Mazzani versus uh, Rachel Ostovich. And this is at flyweight. So Gina is making her flyweight debut at their mixed success at bantamweight. And she's, she's fairly large for a, a flyweight, so she, she might do pretty well there. Now, she has moved with their UFC fighter fiancé, Tim Elliott, to Kansas City 
to train with UFC fighter James Krause. His company is called Glory MMA. It's becoming quite the hot, um, the hot uh, trainer. And I, because he's in Kansas City, I mean, Invicta is also in Kansas City. So you would think a lot of Invicta fighters might want to go over there just because he's in the neighborhood. Um, uh, Megan Anderson tra- trains there. He's tra- she's trained there for a few years. Uh, now, I should point out that Elliot is from Kansas City, which is a good reason to move there. Um, Rachel's from Hawaii. I mean, sex appeal is her calling card. She's got these, you know, goofy fanboys following her around. I don't think she belongs in the UFC, but I didn't like her in Invicta either. She's just not a very good fighter. Uh, She's coming off of a drug suspension as well. And I guess the bottom line is that Gina outclassed Rachel in the first two rounds. And then in round three, uh, Gina finished her with a couple of body kicks. So I guess we'd call them liver kicks. Um, you know, my buddy Schwan there, he always talks about the value of attacking the body. And this fight is a good example of uh, doing that. And now Rachel said this week, uh, during her media availability, that this could be her last chance in the UFC. And of course, I would like to see Gina face somebody better. And I would not be surprised if Rachel was released. Again, one of the things I always talk about is, uh, sex appeal against fighting ability. And if you got the sex appeal, but you can also fight, great. In this particular case, I don't think Rachel can fight. Uh, and I never liked her. I didn't like her in uh, Invicta. I didn't like her in Invicta either. Okay, anyway, both of those UFC videos are up on the blog. Now, as I mentioned, the uh, NXT uh, 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 War Game show is this Sunday at 7 p.m. Uh, so you've got um, uh, Shotzi Blackheart leading her team. EO hasn't been named to the team. She'll be named tonight. I plan to watch that show uh, live uh, over the internet tonight. And um, the uh, uh, leader of the uh, heel team is Candice LeRae. So uh, tonight they've got a match between Shotzi Blackheart and uh, Raquel Gonzalez to determine who gets the advantage in the War Games match. Okay, so I hope to have that War Games match on the blog Monday morning. All right. Now, this Saturday's UFC show, we have one women's fight on the show. It is at flyweight. It is Taylor Santos uh, versus Montana De La Rosa. Okay. Taylor is from Santa Santa Catarina, Brazil. She trains at Astra Fight Club. She was in the uh, Dana White Brazilian Contender Series. She is one and one in the UFC. Uh, she actually looked pretty good in her last fight, uh, winning over Molly McCann. Um, she mentioned that in her first fight, uh, she did suffer from the UFC jitters and we do see that sometimes, but, uh, she looked pretty good. We'll see what she looks like in this fight. Uh, Montana De La Rosa, uh, is originally from Texas, Arlington, Texas. Her husband, Mark De La Rosa is also in the UFC and they train at Elevation in Denver. Uh, okay. So, um, I mean, I saw her even before she was at the UFC and I, I, you know, I didn't like her. I didn't like her much back then. So she's a mid card fighter. I mean, if you look at who she's beaten, uh, she's beaten fighters that (laughs) three of the four of them are not in the UFC anymore. And one of them, Rachel Ostovich is on her way out. And the two fighters she lost to are clearly better than her. So the way I look at it is I think Taylor is a better fighter than Montana. And so I expect her to win the fight. Okay. So that's the way I figured. 
Anyway, that's about it for today. Again, don't forget to check out all those videos I posted at frankp316.blogspot.com. And check out my other podcast, The Big Topic in Women's MMA. Schwan Humes and I will be doing another one this Thursday. It's actually tomorrow. Uh, if you have any comments or questions on either my blog or either my podcast, you can leave them in Anchor's voicemail. And if you would like to subscribe to the podcast, you could do so at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights. We'll talk to you later.